Hello and welcome everyone to episode 106 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, of course, uh, Brandon Bovia, letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju Number 8 and uh, many, many more. Right before we started this call, I'm, I'm working on a on a manga called Chained Soldier, uh, that is currently getting uh, it has an anime airing right now. It's it's basically like it's like an action manga but with like a femdom fetish. Oh, huh. <laughs> that is the best way I could. I, it's like literally like guy who can turn into like a monster with his, but he's got like like a slave chain like as his collar as like oh. and he's controlled by like girls with demon powers basically. Uh, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those kind of series. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's kind of Alucard and Helsing. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's like that, but just like hoardy all of the time. <laughs> it was one of those things. I was like, I don't even really talk about working on uh Kaiju and Dragabond. I was like, what was I working on right now? Oh, right. That. <laughs> I mean, I think there is an audience for that sort of thing. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. For sure. It is. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's from the writer of an of an uh, a manga called Akame Ga Kill that was popular probably about a decade ago. I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Yeah, I think it, it has a similar sort of like fetishy women in very <laughs> high positions of power. This, this guy has a type. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. <laughs> uh, we wouldn't know so about that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we wouldn't know anything about a manga author uh, showing off his fetishes. <laughs> True. Right. Look, all I'm saying is that for all of the crap that we give Oda, and especially in this arc, like, <laughs> it's not that bad. No. <laughs> it could no. be so much worse. Yeah. No, no. Uh, no, I'll, I take it back. It's still bad. It sucks. I hate it. But it could be a lot worse. than. What it could it be is. more constant, I guess, is the better way to put yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. Just, like, Chain Soldier, Soldier is pretty much just, like, if... It's like sick fights and boobs. It's like it's yeah. one or the other. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> Oda, Oda is very much a... Um, <laughs> he likes a certain figures, <laughs> to yeah, say the he least. he certainly does. <laughs> he has a type. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get into One Piece itself because we are nearing the end. And I'd say with this set, a bit of a mixed bag. We've been very I, positive. I would agree. We've been yeah, very I would say positive I'm leaning at this positive. point for the most part, other than like the Absalom stuff. But I think this is the first time where we really got a taste of kind of the weakness of this arc. Yeah. And I think like, to be fair in its defense, I think it's kind of, well, it's simultaneously a huge problem, but also like a, eh, you know, there's still a lot of really good stuff surrounded by it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just unfortunate because it's. The big, well, more is the issue. <laughs> yeah, he really is. <laughs> and when your main villain is the issue, it does bring down the whole thing. Yeah, it feels like there's not quite as like strong of a crux or strong of a focal point um, for the whole arc. Because like he is just kind of like a petty a-hole and is just and it's very in a very playground like, oh, my power is that I'm better than you. It's kind of that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. But, well, we'll get into it. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and just jump into the chapters themselves with 476 Nightmare Luffy. And time to meet 
the other Lola. <laughs> yes, I, I, it, it actually took me a second. I was like, oh, that's, well, that's why she got a, uh, a little narration box because this is the, the real Lola, the, the not a boar uh, stuck in a body form. Yeah, and the Lola, the proposer of the uh, Rolling Pirates, uh, the captain proposed marriage. Nearly 4,500 times so, so far. <laughs> well, I, I love it. Introduced. It's, it's 4,443 proposed marriages. Uh, and then she says, you know, speaking to Luffy, ah, I like you. Marry me. No. <laughs> Rejected for the 4,444th time. <laughs> it is it is pretty great. And it is, you know, Lola's not exactly the best looking woman. There's, a, there's probably a reason she's getting rejected like this. But I got to say... It might have been kind of funny, really funny, if the actual Loa was kind of good looking <laughs> compared yeah. to the, the boar. <laughs> the, the, I think that would have been a, a good a good twist on the joke to just like, oh, no, this this character is actually conventionally attractive. But yeah. She's still charming in her own way this way. You, you still like Lola. And yeah. You know, that, that lingering element of, you know, the, the, the zombie Lola. But uh, yeah, she, she's here along with the uh, rest of her crew. Basically like, hey, we've never seen anybody give so much trouble to the to Thriller Bark like you guys. It's awesome. But, you know, we need you to defeat him. And hey, here's where Mori is at. So uh, you, you need to, you know, take him out. But we found out the secret of the shadows. And we think we can actually make you even more powerful so that you can really take them out. Yeah, they've basically been collecting shadows uh, like right like before or it's like after they get released from their like zombie hosts, they just like catch it basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they grab so. hold of it before it can actually go back to its original body and they've stockpiled a, a, a bunch and they're like, OK, if we feed this into a person, their abilities get pumped up. And they use this as an example where they toss in this Navy swordsman. Uh, and now all of a sudden Luffy can use a sword and look badass. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, huh, how did I do that? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and and that, that's very much, you know, like how we understand shadows to work up to this point. You know, that's basically what has been happening to uh, everybody else during the arc. Like, yeah, yeah, you put a shadow in and you kind of gain their abilities. Yeah. And it just applies to... Uh, to the bodies and you know that's how they animate them that's how it all works but turns out you can put them into living bodies as well but you know if you have if you have so many uh you'll eventually pass out from it and what i yeah there's a time limit and i like what the, the little subtle thing here is that as soon as that shadow's in luffy has dark circles around his eyes like you can yeah. already see a physical change going on yeah it's interesting and so of course they're all like well Mm, we don't know how many we can stuff in you. Like most of us can only withstand two or three. And then they're like, ah, maybe you'll do 20 or 30. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then they just start shoving a bunch of shadows into Luffy. Yeah. Just as many as they can before, just before he passes out. Uh, because yeah. the they only will, it will only last for 10 minutes. After that, they escape the body and return to the original mm-hmm. owners. So uh, yeah, here's, here's the combination of our combined work. The fog is nearly gone. We have about 20 minutes until sunrise. Start shoving in the shadows in Luffy. And they're like, uh, holy <laughs> crap, he took 100. 
Yeah, I feel like this is another one of those, like, this is the strength of just, like, Luffy's indomitable will. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, 20 or 30. Oh, he took it 100. And you see, we don't see... Lola says, you know, like, all right, you're our only hope, Nightmare Luffy. We don't see him. We see just, like, kind of the shadowed outline of him, and he is massive. <laughs> yeah, just these massive forearms. He's a, a, such a much bulkier body uh, than we've ever seen, and it's yeah. it's wild. And it's interesting, too, that he's he's still in control. It's like, are you still in there, Luffy? He's like, yeah, no, I'm still me. (laughs) Yeah, I I got this. None of those shadows can overtake his will. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's it's just awesome. Meanwhile, we're still fighting Ors, and uh, he has access to to Luffy's stretchy abilities now, as we had last time, Mm -hmm. where he's doing gum gum bell and gum gum spear, and it's terrifying. Let's be honest. It is terrifying. It is. Yeah, you're just going to, and they're all, you know, like, we can't, you know, even Zoro was like, he doesn't have double fruit powers, so how is this happening? And this is kind of the part where it started to lose me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because up to this point, we were kind of okay with Moria being in there, sort of controlling him and giving him like a bit more of a focus. That did seem like enough of a power up. But this is another chapter where Oda takes it one step beyond. And it turns out it's Moria giving the these stretchy powers to Ors because of his Shadow Revolution, where he's actually able to put his shadow into another shadow and bend it to his will, freely changing the shape of that person. And like, he has a demonstration where he like makes them all wavy and Oras does it all way. It gets all wavy too. And it's just that amount of manipulation. It's it's like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. It it makes some sense, but it's also like, all right. Yeah. It's a little, it's one of those things just has me like, huh? Okay. I I think it, it only works specifically for ors because he cannot feel pain because he is a zombie that is that is i think the part that they don't uh, say out loud but i think is kind of the like wait how is it you know like huh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's okay okay just roll with it literally roll with it (laughs) yeah exactly he makes an ors ball and rolls him after them and and ors is like hey i want to fight let me fight and i you know it's like hey hey i'll and Mori's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll simply focus on assisting from now on. And Yeah. I don't think this really comes up. I, I do kind of wonder what would have happened if like, there was a little more of a, a wedge driven between Ors and, uh, and Moria. Where like, Ors was just like, no, this is my fight. Uh, you know, stop controlling me, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I guess I guess, I guess, guess at this point he's already like under Moria's command. So it, it, there's a weird sort of like, Ors Luffy has his own will, but also doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite there. And, you know, poor Frankie's already knocked out as we get reconfirmed and everybody's like, OK, where's Luffy? We got to we got to take care of this. And Brooke has an idea. He's mm-hmm. he's he, he's he apologizes for boning in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although before that, I just want to acknowledge real quick uh, that N- Nami thinks is like, oh, yeah, I should probably tell them that there's another warlord here. Uh, we don't need that I'll kind of stress <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what we'll come back to that put a pin in that <laughs> pretty much so basically brooke comes up with a plan where he's going to use the uh stag beetle sling again and brooke is determined to repay his debts so he's going to fight to the last bone to help and so we get this awesome combo attack where brooke gets launched by usopp spun by Robin and her powers. And then Nami uses her dark cloud tempo to electrify him and basically do a, a lightning arrow through his, yes. through Orz's arm. And it's 
the the like the light and shadow with the the gavant bon et avant. It just Brooke just goes right through him. <laughs> yeah, it it looks it's, so cool. Of course, he yeah. ends up stuck in the wall face first. But. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> and I I gotta say, at first I'm like, you know, it's like now's our chance to attack, and it's like, um, I don't, we don't get that chance. <laughs> like this, yeah. it feels like a meaningless gesture off the a little uh, bit, yeah. And like I think it's it's almost like it's an accident that he happened to get there, and it ha- it comes back later to actually be fixed, but. It kind of comes across as in, in, inconsequential at first. For how hype it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we get Zora doing a, a, a his two-sword style tower climb, but even that doesn't seem to have done much, really just against the other arm. And then we start getting the battle axe on Brook, and Brook's knocked out now, so that's over. Usopp tries to help with his Atlas Star, and Ors is basically dismantling him one by one, but... Yeah. Just as he's going to use the bazooka, he finds out he can't stretch anymore because it turns out Robin was ready and is able to get a, a hold onto Moria so he can't actually stretch the sh- shadows anymore. Which I feel like good play on Robin, the you know professional assassin here, just kind of just like, all right, we need to go to the source. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going to take care of this. And so my, my quick question is like Robin's abilities, do they function on like line of sight? I'm going to have to assume yes. Okay, because I was wondering, like, so was this whole thing just, like, so that she could get a good shot at Moria? Maybe. Or maybe she just thought about it. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Either way, go Robin. <laughs> yeah. Break his neck, as Usopp yes, says. Yeah, exactly. As Usopp, yeah, just break his neck. <laughs> uh, we do have an SPS, and it's an interesting one, because we got another connection that I completely missed. Had yeah, no idea. So they reveal this. This this red reveals that in chapter twenty five, volume twenty five, volume uh, chapter two hundred thirty three, uh, there was a scene where Buggy was looking for Captain John's treasure, and then in chapter four hundred and fifty one, there is actually uh, an actually a Captain John. Yeah, which I feel like John is such a <laughs> such a generic name that you really hey that could have been anybody, man. But <laughs> I mean, it is a common name, but do. do do Japanese people know that John's is such a common That's name a for us? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard to say, but you know what? That's that's pretty cool. And honestly, because this Captain John, like he had a cool design. So I wonder he didn't become more important. He was just sort of there. It, it really goes to show all of just like the tiny little details that Oda puts into things that will just like, this will come back up in the most random way. You know, we always get really excited about like the plot points that are, like super big that like oh this will come back in a big way but there's also tons of stuff that's just kind of like uh-huh that's yeah neat. it just try- makes it like that much more of a cohesive world yeah a little throwaway little uh throwaway lines like that yeah and the other sps was just like oh cool brooks a fencer yeah so <laughs> good there catch we, there we go that's that's his fighting style he's more about poking than anything else <laughs> yeah all right well time for chapter 477 three eights or three out of eight i'm not sure which probably three out yeah, of eight. yeah me neither yeah <laughs> i actually I, I think either or would work yeah it works so yeah we got ors not able to stretch anymore thanks to robin maury's just like all right well you think you can restrain me if you think you, you're gonna play dirty then he uses his shadow to start using that brick bat and start biting the heck out of robin it's it's pretty yeah. brutal yeah and this is i guess like thinking about it this is kind of the point where i realize because 
Moria hasn't really been in the action for most of the arc. We're getting all of his abilities, like, kind of, like, right here at the end, which I think is sort of contributing to the sense that, like, his abilities are just kind of, like, it's just whatever he needs to get out of a jam. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've seen this before. Yeah. But, but what's weird here is that he's restrained so that he can't... His, He's restrained, so his shadow can't stretch oars. Mm -hmm. But he but he can, but he, but he can send it off into the bats, and then you form those bats into the thing that he controls. In order yeah, yeah, to, yeah. I, I guess it does, the the actual shadow form doesn't attack, so I guess he's able to send it out. But it's more of an, it's weird. The power yeah, is just exactly. very odd. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it just and. Robin kind of comes to the realization, like, you know, like, don't worry about the shadows. I just got to I just got to take out Moria. And then he's just like, well, I can just, you know, <laughs> transport basically teleports behind you. Nothing personal, kid. Yeah. I mean, we get an awesome look where he looks like she does snap his neck. Yeah. But... Which is <laughs> which is a great shot. <laughs> yeah. And they're all cheering for it. But no, he's so... I guess this is how he got himself into the pilot seat without us knowing, because I, I guess it is. Ah, that's true. Foreshadowed. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little bit with how he was able to instantly get into Oars to pilot him. But mm. it's also like. Eh, it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's. It's the first set of powers where it's like, aha, I have this power, which means this, this thing you just tried doesn't work. And that's. Really unsatisfying after all these chapters of, of having everything well established when it comes to users. Yeah, I guess the, the the thing is is that I've been really enjoying this fight with with the part with the parts with Ors specifically because it feels like both Ors feels like a wild card because he's massive but he's also fast and he has Luffy's soul in him basically. So, but also it's fun seeing the Straw Hats kind of like bounce off of each other's abilities in unique ways. Mm -hmm. they're, they're combo attacks. We don't get to see too often, yeah. but go on. Yeah. We, we kind of lose that where now we now have Moria. Who's just, just one after the other. She's like, Oh, I can do this. And then this, and then this. And it just, I, I think again, because he is kind of coming here really late, you know, it, it would be like, imagine Luffy only fought crocodile the one time. And that, that one time was, Oh, I can, you know, I can suck water out of your body and whatever. And just all of the sort of back and forth all happened within the span of like one setting, basically. Yeah. Like that, that would feel rather unnatural, wouldn't it? It would. It, it's like, it's. Yeah. I guess he's just, just pulling it's just, it's out just a attacks. Build up. And yeah. Crocodile was sort of built up over time. <clears throat> and the most things we got from Moria is just like, well, his ability to steal shadows. Yeah. Uh, which was well established, but his own power set that he can do with his own shadow, uh, it was a little bit more nebulous other than what we saw him do with against Luffy in that very small scuffle. Yeah. And this is this is something that definitely I can I can think of a few other One Piece villains later on who kind of have this issue too of just like they feel really overpowered in a really unnatural way just to kind of like ratchet up the tension because we just we have to have this all happening in a very short period of time yeah it's unfortunate and you know it, it attempts to raise the stakes even more where he's able to steal robin's shadow which upsets sanji and he goes for his diable jambe and uh tries to kick back but of course he switches again turns into the bats and then it, sanji is smashed by oars yeah basically <laughs> which I feel like, well, well, 
I think first off, it's actually kind of cool because like Sanji can actually use his Diablo Jambe to kind of deflect uh, Orza's attack at first. Mm-hmm. It is very cool. Like it's unexpected. Uh, that, yeah, like, I was I was like, not expecting. Like, oh, oh, he actually blocked it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, we we never really saw like the last time we saw Diablo Jambe. It, he ended a fight with it, so... <laughs> yeah, it really does... Uh, I, I honestly forgot that he didn't get flattened here, that he actually did reflect it, so yeah, awesome on his yeah. part. Mm-hmm. And that's when we get Chopper with a bit more of a... Really using those doctor skills, which I've really enjoyed Chopper in this arc, I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, this this was really cool. Basically, he's looking for the cause of death of Oris 500 years ago, and it's like, okay, he didn't die of old age, so he probably got uh, was by a death by a hot external wound. So aim for this right arm that just so happened Brooke went through before because it isn't mm-hmm. his original one. There's traces of yes. frostbite. So it looks like he probably died of cold because he died of exposure. So Because he was naked. <laughs> yeah, he just walked around naked. So <laughs> I love how they just say, we can't lose this idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's sort of, that also I think brings up an interesting point too where Orr's, because he can't feel pain, that ends up being kind of his weak spot. Yeah, they just have to constantly hit it. And he still doesn't understand them, like, focusing on the one point. And we get, you know, Chopper using his uh, another combo attack with working with Sanji to get himself blasted in to use his cloven, uh, cloven rose. Just leaves this massive dent. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Unfortunately, in the case, this is where it happens, where he's not feeling the effects yet. And he's able to take out both Chopper and Sanji with the the Gum Gum Gatling, and it's oh yeah, that looks brutal. yeah that one looks that one looks brutal. I was like, they should probably be dead from that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not good. We now have Orza's weakness, uh, so right now it feels more like we have to survive <laughs> long yeah. enough to get. <laughs> we have to, we, we have, have to, to hit his weakness. Have to manage this, and it's a little hard because that's the, there's our title. Uh, only three of the eight crew members here in this fight are actually on their feet. Yeah, yeah. So, well, as soon as we found out the weakness, we are now uh, once again back on the back foot. <laughs> of course. It's been a nice back and forth with Oras himself. It's just something yeah. about Moria. And again, we'll keep yeah, getting I think into that. I am entertained by the back and forth, but I think... I think, I guess because it is such a... If you take Moria... God, I'm sorry for harping on this. But I feel like if you take Moria out of the equation or you make him a less significant part of the section of the fight it really is it feels weirdly like an equal back and forth where mm-hmm. you know again the straw hats have to team up and they're all kind of using their smarts but Orz is this giant hulking beast who now like he doesn't even under- understand his own weakness um it, it, it weirdly feels like moria isn't needed like obviously he's needed, but in he's term, needed, in terms but of, he doesn't seem like he needs to be involved in the fight itself. Right. As far as the action is balanced, he's just kind of he's kind of the wild card now, and just kind of the really the really super broken one. That's kind of it's a little unsatisfying. Like I said, it's just kind of like okay, he can do this, he can do that. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, chapter four hundred and seventy-eight, Luffy versus Luffy. That can only mean one thing. <laughs> <laughs> only one thing is left, and yeah, we get a spread where it's like, yep, only three left, and we see everybody knocked out, not looking so good. Poor Brooke's skull is so patched up. Yeah, he's just got to drink some milk. Yeah, Come on. just got to get him that milk. Get him that milk. Yeah, we need some milk and some cola. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we got Nami and Usopp despairing because it's like, there's no way we can win. We're, yeah. we're good as lost. And yeah, of course, Zoro's not having it. <laughs> no, I like, I'll create an opening. And fortunately, Usopp is smart enough to really go for it. And 
get this cool new move from Zoro, the demonic raven, where he just puts these three sword slashes like a raven's foot right up the long Orz's arm, and it looks awesome. I wasn't quite sure what he was doing at first, and then you see the blood splurt out of his arm, and you're just like, whoa, that's awesome. Mm, <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, he gets kneed into a wall. <laughs> yeah. My suspension of disbelief is... It's getting stretched a little bit. <laughs> how much I can, they can, I can take. accept a lot. Yeah, how much they can take. I can I, I can accept a lot, and I've been able to just I've been able to roll with a lot in terms of One Piece. I think just how massive Ors is, and they're just kind of you know okay, they they spurt up some blood a little bit, but they're you know they're fine. Like they should be crushed. <laughs> they they should be, but it, it helps that he's doing those massive hits on the characters that can actually take the pain. That's true. Yeah, Frankie, you can see surviving this. Zoro, you can see surviving this. Usopp, you know, likely would have been in much much worse worse shape, but he also yeah, took a hammer to too. the face before. Like yeah, a, I, I th- it makes sense that not uh, that Nami and Usopp are kind of the last uh, last two here. <laughs> yeah, and in Chopper's case, he was powered up when he got beat up like that. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take it. But again, it's a nice team up where Zoro distracts and it distracts Ors and is able to open up an uh, opportunity for Usopp to launch the salt bag into Ors's mouth, and it's like oh, and then cool. you even you think it worked actually? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's like oh, his shadow's coming out. And nope, there's Mori's yeah, shadow grabbing the salt and taking it out. And this, it's annoying, but it also like, okay, it kind of works. This is this is the less egregious of them because it's an, we've seen him use his shadow manipulate things before. It's a nice way to just get the hope down. And this chapter is called Luffy versus Luffy, so you're not going to expect yeah. him to get that win. Yeah, this this one doesn't it, it doesn't feel like oh the reader is just learning like all right, Moria can do this. And it's like no 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 this one. That one makes complete sense. I'm I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, allow yeah. it. So yeah, Us- Usopp is all frustrated, and he's like, he's just making a fool out of us. And just as he's trying to gather this salt back up in some a desperate attempt, that's when he, a gum gum stamp is coming his way and just apparently crushes him. And Nami's yeah. blasted away, and he just keeps stomping on him. And then he's going after Nami to squish her and just st- step all over her and kill them. And that's. When Luffy shows up, what do you think you're stepping on? <laughs> yeah, he's got Nami and Usopp, so he was able to save them in time somehow. And look how tiny they are in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're like, Luffy? He's like, you're not Luffy. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, what the, what the heck's up with it? Yeah, if you, we have um, on Viz, you can actually see what Nightmare Luffy looks like as far as his color scheme because he's on the cover of the volume. And he has like this oh. dark blue skin and... Like he kind of looks zombie-ish in this in this yeah. form, and he's just so wide-chested and Popeye-like with spiked hair. Like he is, it is a wild form. It is really weird too. Like just the how do how do I want to frame this? Just like we we've seen Luffy kind of like you know take on weird forms as the battle needs, right? Like we've seen him do all sorts of weird stuff with his gum gum powers. This one I feel like is in its own league of different. Because it's making him, he looks so much more solid. The thing about Luffy yeah. every other time is he's so loose and flowing in how he just seems. Like he'll have those strength poses on, on occasion to emphasize that strength. But for the most part, it's, you know, he's very fluid in how he fights. And this yep. is absolutely rigid, which we kind of see as Oris attempts to punch him with a gum gum rifle. And Luffy just stops it with one hand. I 
So I remembered, of course, that I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Nightmare Luffy. I remember that. That's the thing. That this scene of him just like stopping Orz's fist with his own is so rad. And he's just, there's only one Luffy, and it's me. <laughs> and just decks him, lays him flat out, and just sends him flying yeah. into the forest on top of the other zombies. The use of spreads. We got like like three spreads here at the end of this chapter. They're all just like incredible. <laughs> It's a really cool way. Punches him back first. Luffy jumps up to him as he's flat on his back with his butt up in the of the air. He yep. flips him up onto his back and then flips him again. Does a pile driver of him onto his head. It's so good. <laughs> good God. Yeah. After seeing what Oars did to the crew and how how much of a struggle it was for God, what feels like I don't know. It's been about the last. It honestly feels like the past 13 chapters we've been fighting oars. Yeah, and so now to finally have Luffy show up. And of course, it's a show in a manga. The hero has to show up at the literally the last minute. But seeing him here just completely no-sell oars is it's satisfying. And Oda's just he's damn good at that. <laughs> oh yeah. It it feels good. Like and that's the thing. The fight against oars is great. I yeah. forgot how good it was. It's long, but it does a great there's a great back and forth to it. Yeah, I, I I think the pacing is immaculate. It is it is quite literally just Moria. <laughs> yeah, is really the really the only weak link to this whole thing. And I I feel like we, we've harped on it a lot this episode, but it, it, to me, it's not the worst thing ever. But no. it is there's so everything else is so good. It, it, it's <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's more he, us trying to analyze why this arc is so not held up in as high regard as others. Yeah, I really I I do kind of think it come kind of comes down to Moria. I think the rest of it really is perfectly fine One Piece. Yeah, you can even... Uh, honestly, I don't even think Absalom's enough to bring it down. It makes it just sort of squicky, but it doesn't bring it down. But Moria, yeah, your main villain just... being this way... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess that was always going to be kind of the fate when you have when you have one guy, like, controlling the bigger kind of unstoppable monster. The actual guy, the actual person in control isn't uh, going to be as interesting. Yeah, it'd be like if the final fight was actually against um, Spandom in the previous one. Yeah, yeah, it would be like that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's continue on with chapter 479, Warrior of Hope. And I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is Frankie's first title page where he gets to hang out with the animals, right? I want to say so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when he joined, I think, you know, we weren't we weren't at the interview stuff yet, I don't think. I can't remember. I don't know if we got to see him in one of these before or not, honestly. I, I am just... I'm, I'm willing to believe this is the first one. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty... I feel like that would be pretty memorable. <laughs> but here he is doing his classic pose with a bunch of monkeys and Speedos, so... That's yeah, great, yep. That fits. That fits. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, as... Luffy is fighting oars. Lulu and the rolling pirates come in to try to help out the others. It's like, okay, they're all badly injured. Uh, one of them's even turned to one skeleton. This is this is really bad. So yeah. <laughs> we, <laughs> we gotta save the crew of our warrior of hope. So one of them's the already safety. dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, his skin fell off. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the, the zombies are all marveling at the fact that Luffy is just dismantling oars. Yeah. And, and that Moria is putting himself into the midst of battle. It's like, that's 
weird that can't be right yeah it's like right like this is a warlord <laughs> what is going on yeah this this shouldn't be happening and meanwhile Lord is getting spun by his hair and more yeah just like, what is happening <laughs> i just noticed because more is like he's getting bounced around inside of the cockpit <laughs> <laughs> uh, i need to install seat belts on that one seriously so nami and usopp learn about the hundred shadows inside luffy and uh, it's like, yeah, we got kind of freaked out when he saw him powered up like that. But he's only going to last about two or three minutes more. So that's as much time as we have in order for him to take it down. And we just go back to Luffy as he's doing puny God scene, essentially. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, just going back and forth. <laughs> Get a firm reminder that time is running out and he's our last hope and. All of a sudden, here comes Ors crashing back into the castle. It's like, okay, we got to get away from here so we don't get crushed. So, yeah, uh, no, seriously. God, the, I think the scale of it, again, is just what does it to me. <laughs> and Moria's mansion has been just utterly destroyed. Demolished at this point. Yeah. yeah. This, this, this ship is not doing well. <laughs> this is also really cool where Ors is like, ah, you're just like a gnat to me so i'm gonna crush you with my gum gum bullet and luffy just grabs his sword and cuts through moria's face yeah the the fact that i didn't think the sword was actually gonna come back like he's not gonna use that no he actually this might be the only time we see luffy like properly use a sword (laughs) i think we saw (laughs) him try to use it earlier and he just fails it's it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) it looks so good and not only that after that sword swipe, we you know, Moria's like, all right, I got to get out of Dodge. And then he's just, he sees Luffy come up prepping a gum gum pistol. It just takes it straight to the face. Yeah. Powered up Luffy straight to the face, into the back. And then Luffy does the whole, his whole spin as Orge attempts a gum gum battle axe. Meanwhile, Luffy does his gum gum storm. It, it, it somehow looks even stronger than before. Yeah. Just catches him off guard. We see Moria's knocked out and just every single hit. I think Moria's getting punched more as Luffy's yeah, going seriously, to storm. Yeah. Again, had a lot of criticisms. This payoff is pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nightmare Luffy feels like a really good payoff. And the thing is, he's not overused at all. Because as soon as Oris falls over from this attack, all the shadows escape Luffy. Yeah, which I want to... I feel like that is something that... And we, we talked about this a bit during Inia's lobby, where n- not maybe for every character, but certainly for Luffy's fights, his power-ups don't tend to end fights. Because I think o- Oda recognizes that, th- that that's usually pretty unsatisfying. To just, like, to have... Imagine that, to have a character uh, just, like, magic up an ability out of nowhere, and then to have that just be the finishing blow. Like, oh, that's it! You know, I won! I, I-, I understand where Oda is coming from, for stuff like Moria, because I do think when things are convenient for the villains, that does make a more interesting story. Because now, how do you, you know that means? That? Yeah, that that puts the heroes on the back foot, and you have to you know see them adapt. I think that's the problem, though, is that with Moria, Moria's abilities, he is just like, you know, it's too convenient. It's all just like I win by. Um, so, I think. The right choice was made here with Nightmare Luffy, where he does just enough damage for it to be hype and to be satisfying. But, like, we're not done yet. <laughs> no, even though they say that, like, our savior did it. Thank you, Thriller Bark has, thank you, Thriller Bark has fallen. It's not over. <laughs> yeah, we still have one chapter left of the podcast. It's not over. <laughs> yeah, we can we can definitively say that. It ended there. It's like, oh, wow, we're done. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that's not where it ends. 
Yeah, no, it's not as I mean, it's it's cool, but mm-hmm. it would be maybe a little unsatisfying. But I, I like yeah. that this you always knew that this power up was going to be temporary, so Oda could just go ham with it, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Like just right from the start, he's like, "You got ten minutes, or you got you know ten twenty minutes, or whatever." Yeah, there, and there's no way this power is going ever going to come back. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. unless Moria well... teams up, and I do not see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> But let's finish up this set of chapters with 480 Interception. This cover page is just cute. <laughs> yeah. Chopper hanging out with penguins and a polar bear and a stepladder coming out in order to get even more penguins on top of that. What a great way to do a totem. What I love about these, like the straw hats hanging out with animal cover pages, like they all actually tell a little story in and of themselves. Like it's not, I mean, it is often them just like hanging out with it. Like, like there's, there's, there's like a narrative almost of like something is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. like we didn't talk about it, but the first uh, chapter of this set was Sanji buying uh, vegetables from this these these lizards, and it's yeah, it, yeah. it's showing like it's only like 150 berries for it. But he's so impressed with the quality. If you look at the the note, the the bill note, it's actually I think a hundred ba- uh, like a thousand berries or something like that. Like it's like oh this oh. is really this is a really good quality lettuce. So here you go. <laughs> Again, I, my favorite aspects of One Piece are often just like the little moments, and I think these these little cover pages are just like they're you know they're cute they're they're but but like they're not throwaway if that makes sense maybe yeah. they're a little throwaway but like they have something to just kind of like make you smile. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's fun. Like I when I was watching the One Piece anime, I never got minded the filler too much because it was just more time to interact with these characters. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the fun of it. Yeah. So into the chapter itself, uh, we got everybody celebrating because Luffy defeated Oars and Lola's immediately like, um, yeah, his his fatigue must be excruciating because he just burned through the strength of 100 people. Fair enough. So we need to get our shadows back. But, uh, you know, because the, the morning is coming and Usopp's immediately like, OK, so how do we get our shadows back? Well, yeah, and this kind of ties back into what we were they explained this earlier that basically Moria's Moria has to give the call. <laughs> so we need to find some way because it's not great because he's passed out at the moment. <laughs> so how right, yeah, get him to I guess that's this? the interesting little twist that it's like, it's not enough to just beat him. Like, no, you, you can beat him, but you still, he has to be the one to undo the power. Yeah. But before we can worry about that, Ors stands back up and he is, yep. he is looking rough, but also intimidating. Yeah, no, that, that shot of just like, it almost looks like the shadows are getting more and more dense as like you go up the body and just seeing all of the bruises. You see the the blood from where Zoro did like his raven attack. Mm-hmm. He is it's, he it's is good. messed up from this fight from, with all of the straw hats. Yeah, yeah, and of course all of Lola's uh, pirates like oh it's over. <laughs> <laughs> We're screwed. All of the all of the straw hat pirates are unconscious. We have no chance against this. Uh, brute force wouldn't work against them. You're undead. You can't kill them. Uh, and they're all just ready to give up when all of a sudden they like lo- turn around and like, oh, Zoro's standing back up. <laughs> <laughs> he's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just like, all right. It's like, I don't know what happened to Luffy, but he did more than enough that I can do this. So like, yeah, you keep fighting like that. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, I like this little this little mis- misdirection we have going on here where the. The Lola pirates are kind of like, oh, like the Straw Hats, you know, they probably just ran. <laughs> yeah, everybody like took eyes off the the Straw Hats and they're like, oh, geez, they all ran away. They abandoned him. And even yep. Lu- and Luffy starts getting up. He's like, I just need to deal one more blow. So that thing tired me out. And he calls out to Robin and she's like, yeah, I'm here. 
I need to get yeah. up there. <laughs> and that's that's the fun thing. You know, again, I talked about my my suspension of disbelief getting kind of stretched a little bit, but I do love that like this is the second time even that they've all gotten basically like completely wiped by ores and they're just they get back up every yeah. time. It, it's the and grit. And yeah. What's great about it is it's finally the entire crew together. And that's Everybody's what makes here. this so this final bit so freaking awesome. And not only that, it feels like the Straw Hats, like it, almost without words, they know what they know what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, OK, this is how we're going to set this up. And Robin knows what uh, she needs to do. And Brooke is wants to offer something to do. And Nami's already in position. And Sanji and Chopper are getting set up. And Usopp's helping Frankie build something new. And yep. uh, they're like, uh, you guys should probably get out of the way. And they're like, yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't know what you're cooking. But and even I wasn't quite sure what they were cooking. You, you see Robin, like, basically make a bunch of, like, foot ladders so that uh, Luffy and uh, Brooke can get up really high uh, up on the mast. And then all of a sudden, the clouds start pour, uh, forming over oars and then start causing all this rain to uh, go all over him. And that's when Frankie's emergency job is done and he uses his coot event, which actually cr and cranks it to the max, which is I, I love this line. Nothing like the freezing power of a giant freezer to freeze a giant. <laughs> a <freeze>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the editor was very playful with that. Oh, yeah. And then just completely froze Orz's feet from the weight. Well, from the waist down. Yeah. I love that this came back. Yeah. That, you know, like, oh, OK. Yeah. Orz's weakness is, is cold. So. We have to do something about that. Mm -hmm. And then Sanji with his leg strength, hooking his leg on the chain and wrapping it around like like a seatbelt around oars that controls the rudder <laughs> to, to yeah. get him held in position even further. And uh, Luffy's like, all right, throw me because <laughs> they're at the yeah. top of the mast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then here comes Luffy coming down. You're talking about new powers not solving the fight. Doesn't mean we can't bring them back. We get yep. gear three his bone balloon as he blows up both of his arms and uh, we have chopper calling out, Hey, make him tuck in his stomach. And Zoro does his ultimate attack. 3000 worlds that makes him uh reel back. And that allows them to tighten the chain even further and uh, basically have his spine completely straight. And as chopper uses his doctor skills to explain, you want your spine to be a curvy structure so you can soften any impacts on it. But if we keep it straight, It'll have nowhere to go, and he has. It'll take full damage. Luffy is ready, and they're basically like, "Yeah, his his weakness point is his inability to feel pain." And everybody's shouting for him, and we get the giant bazooka straight into Orz's face. There was I got giddy reading this sequence because I again I had no idea what like what are they doing, and just seeing Luffy like jump down from on high with gear three and just just come down on oars like a rocket just to put all just to put all of that force through his body <laughs> yeah. just to see seeing the straw hats all like they're all coordinating they're but they're, they're all working together but like it, it almost feels like they can read each other's minds almost and that, that, that's not me teasing anything this is i'm more like their coordination is so good seeing them combo off of each other like this it, it really feels like this was 
this was the buildup that I was I was not expecting to like pay off in this way. Now that we have all uh, eight of the straw hats together, and even yeah. even Brooke getting in on it, like I, yeah. I like that because he was asked to be part of the crew, and this kind of shows his synergy with the crew already. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the other cool thing here is that we're using Gear Three to finish this. Yeah. Fight. We I did didn't think that was going to come back. Yeah, we didn't use Gear 3 to finish off the fight against in Enos Lobby. Yeah, uh, That had to be Gear 2nd. Uh, it was impressive to be sure, but it didn't finish the fight. Now he gets to properly show off and finish that fight. Yeah, and it makes sense. You know, you've got a against a giant enemy. You know, what other tool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And God, it, it's it's satisfying. And especially like we've talked about all these team up attacks and to see it come to fruition for this final bit. It is just fist-pumpingly awesome. <laughs> it's hype. It's so hype. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's really what it comes down to is just Moria's out-of-nowhere powers to block certain things and take up time, I think, is the only sour note. Like, it works in some point points, but, like, I don't know. There's yeah, some, something it, about Moria that just take, takes away a little bit, but ors adds it, ba- adds it back in. Yeah. I, I Again, I think as a as a vehicle to get all of the straw hats just seamlessly working together. Like, I I think that might be my favorite aspect of this fight is just, I don't know if like there's a quite another point like this in the manga where they're, they're at this level, just like all of them, like, okay, you do this so we can do this. So we can do that. It's like, it, it really shows like Oda's creativity as a storyteller and not, he's not really relying on like the same tool over and over again. Like how many different combo attacks have we seen the straw hats do throughout oh, this whole fight? So like, many mixes, mixing so much mixing and matching, which is great because it is a boundless a, creativity again, to compare it to dragon ball, a lot of it always falls down to one-on-one fights until we have to wait for Goku to show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's the, it's like this actually, it, it feels like the end of the Saiyan saga. It's like that. Yeah, where they're all teaming up against like the Ozaru Vegeta, which is just like this is like the only time that it has ever happened. <laughs> yeah, you have to use every little tool available in order to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. It really feels that like scraping by by the skin of your teeth. It's like they they got out of this one like you know we're not quite done yet, but no, you know no. we're most of the way through the fights, and it's like they barely got by. Yeah. is what this feels like, and it. It does feel satisfying in that way. Yes. And I think what makes Moria, like, let's be honest. It's, it's, we don't need to know more about Moria, uh, in, no, not really. In any real way, because we didn't have backstory on Crocodile. We haven't had backstory on an arrow. We just got their motivations and that's it. But yeah. Moria's motivations feel weaker than those two. Oh, for sure. it's, it's, he's petty. <laughs> like, that's what it is. It, he's, he's petty. He's petty and lazy. And that's yeah. about <laughs> it. And the only real thing that makes him a threat is that he is a warlord. And I guess that you don't really feel it, do you? Like No. Because that's that's one thing we can say about like most of the other One Piece villains is that they have ambition. It's yeah. Like, and they, he, he they says have he wants to be king of the ideas. pirates, but it doesn't. Yeah. The ambition Again, isn't quite there. I'm, I'm sorry to tease more. Just the fact that he was like, oh, yeah, what's going to beat Kaido? Zombies that can only survive <laughs> at night. <laughs> that'll yeah. that'll be that that'll get him yeah yeah <laughs> it's like really <laughs> well the, well, the zombies sure? can survive anytime during any time it's just the people oh right it's the yeah the people yeah where it's like they have to the whole plan is so convoluted that you're just like, all right sure yeah why not yeah so 
Uh, I do again. I think just like it's it's that little bit, but I I still love that scene from uh, I think the last set or the one before that where where Kuma shows up and he's just like the the world government says you're kind of mid. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> we don't know if you can take we should, Luffy. He's should be like, worried about you. Excuse me. Yeah. He, he, so uh, I think he beat as, Rob as far Lucci, as motivation so what goes. Kind of- chance do you yeah, have <laughs> exactly yeah as far as motivation goes i think that that sold me on him a little bit <laughs> yeah. maybe not all of the way but it's it's funny and it makes sense mm-hmm. it's why he got involved in the first place because he's like no, yeah no, exactly. i won't be beaten he's, he's personal <laughs> yeah but there's not much left there's uh there's Which is wild only i think 10 chapters left so yeah we're getting towards the end and we'll have to see i don't think it's fully concluded yet yeah, because we still have to get those shadows released. So, how that happens, we'll find out next time. But yeah. with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say for chapters four hundred and seventy-six to four hundred and eighty of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can fi- find more of my ramblings and stream vods over at Bitnerd Games on YouTube or Bitnerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I am at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We are shockingly close to 500. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It feels like we just hit 400 not that long ago. We, I mean, we basically have like a month plus a movie. So it's like five weeks, right? Basically. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. If, if it weren't for the last 100 chapters of the manga, we'd be almost caught. We'd be almost halfway. I almost said almost caught up. <laughs> we'd be almost <laughs> yeah. halfway. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. A thousand <laughs> chapters was a couple years ago. <laughs> the thing is... The, now we just need to hit 550. 550 and we'll be halfway there. <laughs> yeah, which is shockingly close. <laughs> yeah, it's not that far. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we, we shall see. But if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode ad-free three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 481 to 485 of One Piece. So until then, my friends, bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. There's only one Luffy. It's me. You got a problem with that? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.